So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. And welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 106.1 FM NASH icon. Bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, also NASHFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Uh, our podcast uh, can be seen, can be heard everywhere. Uh, Anchor is our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. Also, um, at Eric underscore Ash on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms. 
You can check out the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week, Thursday, live broadcast on WLAE-TV. That's every Thursday afternoon. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. And then, of course, the rebroadcast begins 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night, 10 p.m. on The Deuce. That's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, always on the WLATV uh, YouTube page, and always at ericasher.com. And we'll have our guest uh, announced maybe later on this show or at least by tomorrow. So we'll let you know who that is. Today's program is brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, the highest selling limited edition spirit in the super premium gin category. Uh, get out there and, and enjoy uh, Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Created at the Hendrix Gin Palace, uh, again, on the. Um, um, coast of uh, southwest Scotland. Uh, Henrik Septunia was inspired by the poetic melody of the waves that enchanted our master distiller, uh, Leslie Gracie. Uh, again, I've talked about her before. Uh, actually, George had a chance to meet her. She was in New Orleans for Tales of the Cocktail. Uh, and she is the mastermind behind, again, what we've been seeing in terms of the master distiller over at, um, at Henrik's gym. She has, has a background in chemistry. And, of course, uh, Hendrix has allowed her to be able to experiment over the years. And, of course, she has a fascination with, again, bot botanical pairings. Miss um, Gracie now has extracted the, the magical lure of the sea and bottled it into a gin. That is now uh, Hendrix's Neptunia gin. Uh, the name refers to Neptunia, the goddess of the sea. And I'm telling you folks right now, if you have not tried it, get out there and try it now. It's only going to be around for one year. It's out in, in, in March of 2023, and they'll never bottle it again for you. So uh, much like Midsummer Solstice, Lunar, uh, again, a lot of folks uh, uh, tuning into it and uh, really would like to be able to, again, uh, maybe stock some bottles. Do it now. Do it now. Notes of coastal freshness balanced with, again, fresh notes of citrus, alluring juniper character, lengthened by deep, earthy notes of locally sourced sea, uh, Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and, of course, that unmistakable crisp citrus finish. Uh, this limited edition Henry's Gin can be found at your favorite spirit store. Uh, also, again, your favorite bar, your favorite restaurant. If it's not, demand it. Uh, perfect for the summer months, but perfect anytime. Easy to mix. It is Henry's Neptunia Gin, proud sponsor of our uh, of our Monday show. All right, um, a lot to get into today. Larry Holder will be our only guest this afternoon, and we'll have him at 5.30. Normally, again, we have a lot of guests on a Monday. Um, we'll see how that plays out throughout the, the, the football season. There'll be some uh, where we have regularly scheduled guests on, on a Monday, some where, again, it'll be you and I discussing what's going on. Uh, today, a lot on the, on the docket for us. Uh, we'll talk a lot about what the Saints did over the weekend, uh, cuts that, again, that are happening. Also, We'll get into LSU and Tulane. Um, uh, LSU taking on Florida State on Sunday in the Superdome. Uh, Tulane on Saturday opens up their season against UMass and Yelmet. So uh, both those uh, programs open up this weekend. And uh, uh, the Saints, again, what is it, 13 days now from um, the opener against Atlanta in Atlanta on September the 11th. So we got a long way to go with the Saints, which is probably a, a good thing going forward. We'll also talk about the recall effort of um, – Latoya Cantrell, Mayor of New Orleans. Uh, today is the 17th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, a.k.a. the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, the failure of the federal levy system. We'll jump into that. We'll also talk about uh, Hurricane Ida. One year ago today, just the irony of it all, on, April, on, on August the 29th, um, and, of course, a lot of us having to evacuate uh, those that stayed without power uh, for weeks. And um, 
again, exposing the situation. Much like Katrina exposed the, uh, the failure of the federal levy system, um, it really kind of reinforced, Ida reinforced, again, energy uh, and um, their lack of keeping up with the electrical grid, um, uh, making sure that, again, from, from the wire that's going to your house to the pole to, the, again, the, um, uh, the substations to, I mean, uh, uh, you take it all the way up the, uh, up, up the, uh, up the uh, ladder there, um, all the issues that, again, we've had with the electrical grid, which, which really came uh, crashing down on energy and, and, of course, the citizens of our region uh, in the aftermath of Ida. So we'll talk about that as we go forward on the program. Also, we get a chance. Uh, there was an article this past weekend uh, uh, in the in the in the Picayune, where they talked about the fact that that flood insurance for Louisiana citizens, and, uh, and again, this is really those along the coastal the, uh, coastal states, but specifically at Louisiana because of the intrusion of obviously uh, the Gulf saltwater intrusion into our um, our. Uh, our marshes and, and estuaries and, of course, the wetlands and, of course, the, the domino effect from that, that we may see insur- flood insurance go up as much as 122%. Uh, if I have some time, I want to talk about that as well on the program. So it'll be a, it'll be a pretty, pretty wide-ranging program today on the 17th anniversary of, of again, the uh, Hurricane Katrina and, of course, the aftermath and, and the recovery that we're still involved in today. But we start off with the Saints. Um, first of all, Glad preseason is over. It's different than what it's been in the past. I think we're all still adjusting to that, right? It was good to see, again, the first team come out uh, in a dress rehearsal against the, um, uh, the Chargers. Uh, I thought they looked great. Both first teams looked great. Um, I mean, we can nitpick the penalties, especially on offense with the offensive line, the holding, et cetera. Uh, but that's continuity, and that's something we've talked about on the program. I mean, you, until you get into a game, and and you're you're practicing you, you know you practice with these guys and you're doing it in a game setting, um, you know you have to be disciplined. Well, one of the things you can honestly say about Sean Payton when he came to New Orleans, and I remember how undisciplined the Saints were uh, under Jim Haslett, and then Payton immediately comes in, changes over the, the roster, and brings in guys that were disciplined, and and that was what led to again the one and only Super Bowl win for the Saints. Again, they were disciplined. They really beat themselves. And hopefully we're going to see that type of discipline with with Dennis Allen uh, as the coach. Now, look, uh, behind the scenes, Sean Payton may have been a player's coach somewhat, but he was a strict disciplinarian. Uh, he knew when to let off, when 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 to hit the accelerator. Uh, he was a master motivator. We're still going to see and find out who who Dennis Allen is. He seems to be a kinder, gentler uh, 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 alternative to Sean Payton. But we'll find out one way or the other as we get into the meat of this season, you know, how good of a coach he can be. Uh, and, and a lot of that is, again, how the team will respond to him, especially in the toughest of times. And they're coming, okay? I mean, look, even in the best of times when it's this season, you're going to have tough times. And, and you know, and, and that's where, again, the rubber hits the road on, the, on these teams. I will say this. Um, every skilled player, every skilled position player excelled on, on, on uh, Friday night uh, with the first team. Every one, Okay. I thought Jameis Winston looked good. He was four for four, but I thought the big best part about it was we saw him stepping up. I mean, look, I've talked about it in a long time. Jameis Winston's a guy that's always relied on his arm. And, and if you go back to the films uh, again with Tampa, he's not a guy that steps up a lot. He'll move side to side. He'll, again, use his arm and in a lot of cases not have the, 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 the proper platform in terms of mechanics to be able to try to, try to beat a defender. But rarely do you see him step up, and we saw that continuously. 
again. So maybe that's something that he's added to his game, something, again, that's a real part of this offense because, remember, that's what Breeze did all the time. Um, but he got hit on his surgically repaired knee. Again, he kind of bent back, and, and he didn't miss a beat. And that's a good thing because, again, we talked about it before. He needed to get hit. He hadn't been hit since Halloween. Since, again, uh, uh, Devin White's, again, just, you know, dirty tackle, horse collar tackle on him, which, again, uh, uh, you know, got him out for the season. So um, I will say this, though. The one thing you didn't want to have, and, and, and it's funny because I'd been talking about it, you know, in camp, the, the Saints were pretty much injury-free. They didn't have a lot of guys that, again, were, um, were critical to the team that were going to have long-term injuries. Now, of course, we've seen, you know, Michael Thomas go out with the, with the uh, hamstring coming off, again, the, uh, the surgery-repaired uh, ankle. Uh, we saw Jameis go out with the foot injury. We saw uh, 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 now Penning uh, 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 in, the, uh, uh, in the final game against the Chargers have an issue with the foot. We'll get into that in a moment. Uh, there have been multiple foot injuries. Hurst had a foot in injury. That, to me, is kind of curious. I don't know if it's the footwear. I don't know what it is there. Or maybe it's just bad luck. But injuries weren't really a real problem. Every one of those guys you felt were going to be back for the opener. Uh, but now, again, with the opener 13 days away and, of course, cuts looming to get down to 53 by 3 p.m. tomorrow, uh, injuries are a little bit of a concern here. Penning's is, is, injury is very concerning. Uh, he was really starting to play well. And look, I said this before. I did not think he was going to start over Hurst, okay? I didn't think the Saints going to throw him out there week one. But I did believe that he was going to be the tackle eligible in, in the jumbo uh, formation, which, again, would, would play right into his strength with, again, being a devastating run blocker. And I was really looking forward to seeing him, uh, again, get out there and, and be part of that particular formation as he made his way into the starting lineup. Uh, now, again, uh, he's going to have surgery. From what we understand, again, that, that has not been announced, but you figure, again, if it's the severity of the injury they're talking about right now uh, with, again, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the foot injury, uh, if it's going to need to be surgically repaired, there's no, there's no guarantee of, that um, he's going to be back this year. Or even, again, how effective he can be uh, if ultimately he is able to come back this year. So we'll see how that plays out for him. Look, it's going to really hurt him because um, technique, getting used to the NFL game, learning how to pass block, getting used to, again, speed rushers. All those things went into, again, his maturation process. And you could see he's a smart kid. He was picking it up quickly. Um, now, now you have to say, man, maybe the Saints are in, all, in, in the market for an offensive tackle uh, when it's all said and done. Um, Traquan Smith was injured as well. Uh, we don't know the severity of the shoulder injury. But, again, the first thing I thought of when, when that happened, I said, well, that opens up a slot for either Merritt or Dixon if he ends up on IR. And, again, he could be on IR and be eligible to come back later on in the season. Uh, but uh, that, that could be a definite opportunity for either Merritt or Dixon to be able to make this, this roster. Uh, I think defensively, I think the question mark remains at the linebacker position, okay? Uh, with the extended break between the, the final preseason game and, and, of course, the open against Atlanta, maybe we'll see uh, Pete Warner uh, and his hamstring heal. Uh, but it's, it's got to be worrisome for the Saints when you look at that hamstring, which is giving him problems all throughout camp and, and now going into the season. This is something going to linger, okay? Um, maybe the Saints like what they have in their linebacker room. I, I, I don't know, okay? Only they know that. You know, Sewell came on. Uh, you know, we've seen, um, you know, obviously they brought in Bostic at this point. Um, you know, he's a guy that has 10 years of experience in the NFL. Um, you look at, um, 
you know, the possibility on, on when, uh, you know, Cade Nellis may be moving into that spot. Eric Wilson has played a lot for this team. Um, you know, I don't know if Zach Bond makes the team. I've said that before. I just think that he's going to end up as a 3-4 uh, rush linebacker on, on another team. And I'm telling you, the kid's going to excel. He's got talent. The Saints have just not utilized his, his talent correctly. Um, this could be a situation now, especially with um, you know, that they may go out and, and, and again, uh, grab a uh, linebacker on the waiver wire um, because it has been a revolving door. And it, it's an issue, okay? I mean, look, I'm going to go back to it. I mean, again, somebody somebody pointed it out on, on social media to me this, this past weekend. Quan Alexander separating a ball carrier from the ball uh, playing for the New York Jets and yeah, <laughs> the wrath of the wrath of Quan. Okay, um, honestly, there's only been two really big mistakes this team, has, this organization has made in the offseason. Uh, the first was going after uh, Deshaun Watson, and the other was not re-signing Quan Alexander. Uh, and again, on, on the on the Deshaun Watson front, that was a great thing for them. Uh, you know, maybe some people will be saying down the line when everybody forgive, uh, forgives and forgets uh, about his uh, his his off the field uh, uh, situation. Um, that maybe the Saints made a bad move there. I think the Saints, again, you, you don't – if you're trying to win a Super Bowl and you have the type of locker room you have, you don't need this distraction. You surely don't need to go from a Drew Brees to a Deshaun Watson in terms of, you know, again, uh, the next quarterback in the pecking order. Sorry, okay? I, I'm, I'm not – I was never in on it. Um, and still today, again, glad they didn't make that move. But not re-signing Quan Alexander was a, a huge mistake. Huge mistake. Minimum contract would have cost you $152,000 guaranteed. That's it. $1.2 million. Get out of here, okay? Uh, and, and now they're searching, still searching for a linebacker uh, to play next to Demario Davis. Um, I'll say this right now. If healthy, the defensive line is going to be dominant, okay? Uh, th- th- there's no doubt in my, my mind. If they are healthy, they will be dominant. Um, I think there's quality depth from the, from the starters to the backup uh, in the defensive backfield. I think that's off the charts. This may be the best defensive backfield in Saints history from when you talk about from starters to depth. I think when you look at the kicking specialist, I think it's pretty much um, out there that, uh, you know, they're, they're among the best in the league. Uh, Deontay Hardy, in terms of return man, one of the best in the league. Um, there's some depth there with, uh, with Merritt and others. Um, and we know the special teams are going to be good. Rizzi is one of the best special teams coaches in the NFL. And this went back to when, and, and I was one that lamented this for a long time, if you remember, if you've been listening to this program uh, for any length of time. The Saints had horrible special teams, horrible. I mean, you had a great offense, you had a pretty good defense at times, and then you had a horrible special teams. And finally, Sean Payton decided, you know what? I'm going to start going after players who, again, their forte is special teams, not just guys that are my, my third and fourth guys that, again, are just on this roster to fill in in case we get an injury uh, on offense or defense, but guys that play special teams. And we saw the difference. We saw the difference immediately. So much so that over the last five years, the Saints have developed quite a few players that have gone on to other, other teams as free agents simply to be special teams players for those teams. I mean, we've seen it over and over again. So, again, the special team, the same special teams I expect to be uh, as good as it, as it always is. Um, I keep saying it, and, and I really believe this. If this team stays healthy, okay, there's no reason why they can't have a great season and be in the mix for an NFC championship. But it's got to stay healthy. Yes, 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 Jameis has to play well. There's no doubt. But that's with any organization. Your quarterback has to play well. But if they stay healthy, they've got enough depth, Quality depth. Their starters are, are again, are, are again some of the best across the board uh, for any NFL team. 
Uh, I really think this could be a great season and in the mix for an NFC championship. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Okay, we'll see how it plays out. But, again, uh, the, the big one is the torn ligament in the left foot of Trevor Penning, uh, who now looks like he's going to require surgery, might keep him out the entire season. And uh, that was, that, if anything, that was a, the downer from this weekend uh, because he was, he was really coming on. Um, I will say this, game week for both uh, Tulane and LSU. Uh, I mentioned earlier Tulane takes on, taking on UMass on Saturday. Um, LSU on a nationally televised game, opening up their season against Florida State on Sunday in the Dome. Um, now, Brian Kelly came out today, and look, I, I agree with him, okay? I, I'd love to know who the, who the starting quarterback's going to be. But he said he's not going to publicly name a quarterback for strategic purposes, and I wouldn't either, okay? He even mentioned the fact that uh, Florida State has a, has a game on him now. They played against Duquesne. They beat him 47-7 uh, in, 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 a, in their opener. Uh, so they've got players already on the field that have played against another team in, 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 a, in a game environment. Uh, so a little bit of an edge there. So why not take every edge you can get? And not naming your starter and making them continually this week have to prepare for both quarterbacks is not a bad thing, okay? But I'm going to say this right now. Let's face it. There's no way Brian Kelly is going to ride or die with a quarterback that is that, again, that he chooses to be his starter uh, for the opener, Okay. If, if what we've been hearing is that the competition was as close as, as, as they said it was, okay, both are going to play, okay? Um, supposedly they made the decision 48 hours ago. And I'm going to say this right now. Walker Howard, he's one injury away from being in the bullpen. So everybody wants to put a red shirt on him. He's never going to play. You know, he's going to play next year, blah, blah, blah. Look, okay, we'll see. Uh, you got Jaden Daniels, who has a slight build, but is a very, very mobile quarterback uh, who is going to run a lot for this team. Uh, that's what Kelly's looking for in a quarterback, some mo- mobility. And, of course, the same is going to be set for Nussmeyer. So we'll see how it plays out. But to me, the concerns remain the same, okay? Um, there were two critical positions that needed an upgrade when Brian Kelly took over. Uh, and, and, of course, to me, um, the questions remain. It remains, again, whether the offensive line and the defensive backs are, are SEC caliber. And uh, it's a legitimate question. Okay, it is a legitimate question because we have not seen it yet. Um, you know, when we get a chance to see these guys, maybe we will. Jordy Collada reported this morning uh, that Brian Kelly is going to start uh, Will Campbell at left tackle, Miles Frazier at left guard, Garrick Dellinger at center, uh, Ed Anthony Bradford at right guard, and Cam Wire at right tackle. Now, again, the, the, um, Kelly already said there's seven to eight guys that are going to be rotating on the offensive line. Uh, he went out in the transfer portal, brought in players uh, that uh, are expected to be able to, uh, to see a lot of playing time for this team. The question is, are the SEC Cowboys? We'll find out pretty quickly. Uh, Florida State's got a pretty darn good, good defensive line. But, the, but LSU's stacked. They're stacked at wide receiver. They're stacked at defensive line. Uh, I think the linebackers are going to be very, very good. And I think they should be good at running back, again, with Noah Kane and when Emery returns with, again, his, his uh, big playability. Uh, the, the, one of the questions is at tight end. Look, I have not seen the kid play. All I can tell you is what I've been told on this show, off the air, by, again, those that have witnessed practice, Cole Taylor looks like the real deal at tight end. Now, in, the, in, in, in Kelly's offense, Traditionally, the tight end has had a big place in it. Now, will that continue here at LSU with all the skill position players on the outside, all the speed they have on the outside? Uh, I have no idea. But we know, again, that 
uh, offensive lineman, tight end. He excelled in, in, um, in cultivating those guys, and we've seen enough of those guys come out of Notre Dame to be in the, in, in the pros to see that. Um, we'll see how the kicking specials perform. Okay, well, that's, that's you know, you've, you've, you lost two really good ones. So we'll see how that happens. Uh, I can tell you this right now. I, I know the coach is going to be organized. I said this since the beginning. Uh, that I thought Kelly was the best best guy for the job. Once again, this was announced. He was the closest thing to Saban, and that's one thing I asked for from day one, whether it be the next young Nick Saban. Uh, I didn't think that they'd go, they even have a shot at a Brian Kelly. you kidding me? But um, he's going to set a foundation for this, um, this football program. And it may not be this year, but within the next few years, they're going to be vying for championships. So I think there's got to be patience there. Uh, but I, I think we'll, we'll see a lot this weekend in terms of the organization of these coaching staff. Um, again, remember, uh, they're going up against Florida State, who already had a game in, 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 uh, in uh, week zero, uh, beating Duquesne, blowing them out 47-7. to So we'll see how it plays out. Look, Tulane's got a huge question mark uh, coming off a 2-10 and season. Uh, but most of us, and look, it could be fool's goal, right? We've been fooled before. Most of us believe that this could be a bowl team. And um, look, they got, they're deep. And, and they, they are they have a, as strong of a running back room as any other team in the country. And I think you're going to see that very, very quickly. Um, they could be excellent at wide receiver when it's all said and done. Uh, Pratt is, no doubt, a Division I quarterback. He has skill, a great skill set. The one thing you want out of him is he's got to get that linebacker mentality out of his, uh, out of his, uh, his game because he's got to stay healthy. And, you know, again, slide. Don't, don't, don't take on the hit. So, again, we'll see how that, that plays out. I think the offensive defensive line are the questions, okay, as they are often at Tulane. I think linebackers will be solid. I think there's a question mark at that defensive back, okay, uh, which has traditionally been a pretty strong um, uh, position group for the Tulane Green Wave. Uh, but but there's talent there, just like on the defensive line. But, again, the question is, can we consistently see these guys play, play week in, week out? Uh, first of all, the schedule is easier. It's not last year's daunting schedule where, where you're playing, what, three teams in the top five. You're not doing that this year. Uh, you still got some really good teams in, 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 the, um, uh, in the American, but, again, this is the last year for that. Uh, you know, the turnover in the American, I've said this over and over again, Tulane fans have – if you've been looking for an opportunity to be the, 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 the big boy on the block, a chance to win cha- legitimate chance to win championships in every single sport, you're going to get that next year uh, with the mass exodus of the top teams in the AAC. Um, so we'll see how it plays out. Look, it's always a crapshoot when it comes to Tulane's kicking game. Kicking game. Uh, hopefully, again, those guys are solid because that can be the difference between winning and losing. And uh, we're going to see a new coaching staff on, on the sideline now. Look, Fritz turned over his coaching staff. Some of those coaches had been with Fritz for decades, okay? And he felt, again, the need to be able to move away and to have a new voice in that locker room. So we'll see, again, uh, how, how much of a difference that will make. I believe Tulane has the opportunity to be a bowl team. But they got to prove it on the field. And um, we've said this over and over again and gotten burned uh, by, by Tulane uh, with this situation. So we'll see how it plays out. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. As I mentioned, today is going to be a little bit of a different program. Uh, with the 17th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina and the, and the one-year anniversary of Ida, uh, we'll talk about the recall of um, of uh, the recall of uh, Mayor um, uh, Latoya Cantrell. Uh, we'll get into uh, Katrina. 
We'll also talk about um, uh, Ida as well as, again, um, we'll get back to sports at some point during the show as well. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Today's program is brought to you by Henry Steptunia Gin. Uh, again, limited, emission, limited edition gin uh, on the market only until March of 2023. Get out there and enjoy, again, a cocktail with Henry's Neptunia Gin. Or better yet, grab yourself a couple bottles. Get them in the liquor cabinet. Keep them there for safekeeping because once they're gone, they're gone. Don't forget about Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, Burkhart wants me to remind everybody, uh, again, with, uh, with, again, the golf heating up, uh, if you do not have your generator, Burkhart has generators in their warehouse right now. Bought it again. There was a supply chain problem for a while. Burkhart invested in a lot of generators, put them in their warehouse. So again, they could take care of their customers. So if you're in the market for a generator, Burkhart has those now in their warehouse, ready to be installed in your home or your business. Jason Burkhart will come to your home or your business, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator, power up your home or business when the electricity goes out. And then, of course, Burkhardt takes over from there. Okay, you can finance that over time. That's your, that's your, your, um, your prerogative, or you can pay it all up front. Low monthly notes is, is more what you want to deal with. Fine. If not, you want to pay it up front. You do it the way you want to do it. Uh, then you get the new install quality check after one month, something Burkhardt does for everything they install for you. And then, of course, Burkhardt takes care of the entire process for you, planning, permits, inspections. Multiple inspections have to happen again to uh, now when it comes to installing a, a, a standby generator at your home or your business. Uh, they got a dedicated generator team that takes care of everything. How about 24-7, uh, 365 emergency service? Uh, with, again, all the parts stocked at their warehouse, so there are no excuses. And Burkhardt doesn't have to have um, installed that for you. Anybody could have installed it, Burkhardt can come out and repair it for you. Remember, single day install. You come up, uh, you come up with the agreement. Burkhardt puts you on the calendar. They'll be out with their again crack team of of uh, of uh, generator, their crack generator team, and they will have that installed for you in one day. It's a no-brainer. You're looking for a generator for your home or business? Go with Burkhardt. They're the experts. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Vicks NyQuil Severe. Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms, changing this <coughs> into this. NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Uses directed. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection as delays stretch from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also, in the meantime, delays are solid if you're traveling 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your delays are solid from just past City Park to the high-rise. And in the meantime, look out for a Fender Bender airline at Monroe. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. 
Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. Better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. If you're a renter, make sure you're protected. Renter's insurance includes options that cover stolen property, personal injury, and living expenses if your place is damaged. Quote renter's insurance at progressive.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding, 504-861-ROOF, locally owned and operated by my good friend Marty Scoggins, uh, fully licensed and insured, member of the Better Business Bureau. Uh, and, look, they've been re-roofing South Louisiana for over two decades, over 20 years of experience. Um, Suburban Roofing is only one of one of uh, 6% of roofing contractors uh, nationwide certified by shingle manufacturers. How does that, how does that help you? Well, look. Uh, it allows the customers to, to qualify for the manufacturer's extended warranty program. So, again, you've you got even more of a warranty on, on the um, shingles that are installed uh, by Suburban Roofing. Look, I've known Marty over 20 years. Marty put a, root, a new roof on our house um, after, uh, after Ida. Uh, Marty worked with us uh, meeting the, uh, um, meeting the uh, uh, insurance adjuster uh, and pretty much talking the language 
And when the first three adjusters said no, the final adjuster said yes in terms of, again, replacing the roof. You know, Marty went above and beyond, and he does that for all his customers. Honest and reliable, uh, stands behind all of, uh, of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Look, the skilled crews at Suburban Roofing are experts in all types of roofs. They will even hand nail your roof like they did mine. Old school, you know. I mean, everybody wants to take the gun and just pop it, pop it, and get out. Not, not Suburban. Again, the attention to detail is, is second to none. If you're looking for a local roofing company that you can trust, it's Suburban Roofing. Don't sign that contract until you call my friends at Suburban Roofing, 504-861-ROOF. All right, um, let's jump into it. Uh, we, uh, we now are in the midst with, of, of the, of the six-month time limit uh, for a recall petition to be filed with the Secretary of State uh, to recall Mayor Latoya Cantrell. And let me say this right now. Orleans Parish voters... Uh, the eyes of the metropolitan area, the eyes of the state are on you. Okay? This is unprecedented. Um, the recall petition for the removal of Latoya Cantrell as mayor uh, of, of the city of New Orleans was filed late last week. And we're starting to see petition signings all over the city now. Much like we saw at Miss May's yesterday. Who, again, can I, let me take a little sidebar here. Uh, and and I wondered about this when I when I heard it was publicly being uh, promoted as, again, Miss Mays backing this up. Now, look, I'm an uptown guy, okay? I remember when Miss May, Mays was on Magazine Street back in the day, okay? Uh, so, I mean, I know all about Miss Mays, going back going back to the inception. Uh, but um, we are hearing that they were, uh, that Miss Mays was allegedly strong on by the administration not to hold a petition signing event. Look, true or not, let me say this right now, what I know, okay? I've heard it for years, Going back to the pandemic, okay, business owners in this city feared about speaking out because they feared retribution from the mayor's office. This is a different type of deal here, okay? If she's going to use, again, the, the um, tentacles of her office to be able to go after businesses that support the, uh, the recall petition, you can call the Secretary of State's office and report it, but I'll tell you right now, she should be calling the FBI because there's no way that she could be allowed or anyone within her administration could be allowed to strong arm any citizen for their right to be able to, again, sign a recall petition or any business owner to have the right to be able to hold a rally uh, in, in, in favor of, again, the, the recall of, of the mayor. So this is where the FBI's got to get involved here, okay? Uh, you know, I keep seeing, oh, yeah, call the Secretary of State. What's he going to do? Send an investigator down? Man, call the feds, okay? Call the feds. Um. I stated this on, on social media over the weekend because I think everybody has to get this, has to, has to, has to realize this situation because uh, we're all New Orleanians, right? But only Orleans Parish voters have the opportunity to get involved in the recall. So it's pretty clear. 53,000 Orleans Parish voters must sign the petition, okay? If you are not, again, uh, registered in the state of, in, 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 the, in the parish of Orleans, if you're not a registered voter in Orleans Parish, you're wasting time and effort if you sign the recall petition, okay? Uh, if you want to sign a petition, go to change.org for those that are outside of the city. This is for Orleans Parish residents only that are in good standing, okay? The petition can only be signed by Orleans Parish registered voters. Now, let's call it like I see it. New Orleans, Orleans Parish, you blew it on Election Day. 28% of the registered voters decided to show up, okay, on Election Day. 
Uh, we're in a situation now where we're facing three more years of Cantrell. Three more years as Cantrell is mayor. And, again, uh, as bad as the first four years were, this first year of her final turn, her final term, pardon me, has been an unmitigated disaster. Talk about the apathy, because that's been the issue here. The apathy in Orleans Parish is the major reason why we've had, again, these setbacks to the recovery of our city. Now what? 17 years today when Hurricane Katrina hit, and of course the failure of the federal levy system that destroyed our city. The largest man-made disaster in the history of this country. We have a second chance on this 17th anniversary of one of the worst days in the history of this city. Okay, where again, not one but two hurricanes, Katrina and Ida, devastated our city. Okay, I hear it all the time. Okay, Orleans Parish residents don't care. They don't care enough to vote. They don't care enough to keep their city clean. They don't care enough to preserve our history of our city. They don't care enough to elect strong, quality, forward-thinking leadership at a time when we all desperately need that. I hear it all the time that, again, and I've said it before, Orleans Parish, you reap what you sow. Look, I've been in that voting booth, okay? Uh, you know, and look, I've said it before. Most of the time, on the, I'm on the losing end because I'm voting against the status quo. I'm voting against bad leadership. Whether that, again, be in my time uh, with the majority of my life voting in an Orleans Paris voting booth or when I voted in St. Bernard or when I voted in Jefferson. Okay, I'm, not, I'm voting for, again, the right person, not the person that's likely to win. But there's a laundry list of failures when it comes to the first five years of the Cantrell administration. I mean, how can voters not be fed up with, again, the crime, the lack of police protection? Aren't you tired of looking over your shoulder and living in fear when you leave your house? You know, uh, to have family or friends thinking twice about coming into the city for gatherings, well, you know, whether it be family gatherings, getting together for, a, you know, a, a drink, uh, again, to, to eat, to, to, to recreate. I mean, come on. That's, that, that's real now. That's real, Okay. Look, I said it when I lived in Mid-City. Toward the end, I mean, I would not go out after dark. If I put the garbage out, I'm looking over my shoulders. Are you kidding me? That's no way to live. And it's no way to live to have such a beautiful city, a vibrant city with so many things to do, and have our own people thinking twice about even going across the parish line. You can't have that. Much less, again, the people that are living in the middle of this in Orleans Parish. Dealing with the crumbling infrastructure 17 years post-Katrina, with again half of the billions of dollars of aid still unspent, unfinished project after unfinished project. Look, even when a project gets completed, there are issues. Stoplights that were not operable for almost a year. That does not happen in a major American city. And I don't want to hear the BS coming out of the Cantrell administration. They couldn't find anybody to do it because All Star Electric is working on the system right now. All Star Electric put the system back in, in commerce during, after Katrina. Okay? The lip service and the spin that we get from the, from the Cantrell administration, nothing but lie after lie after lie. Traffic cameras still out there. Clicking away. They were a campaign promise. Remember the first election to come down? They never did. I told you, it's the crack cocaine of, of, of city government. Okay, they can't get enough of that easy money. 911 not answering calls. Okay, the shortage of firefighters, policemen, and EMS. And let me tell you something. Some heroic, again, individuals when it came to firefighters, policemen, EMS, 911 operators in the aftermath of the storm. We can't keep them here now. Garbage not being picked up, and they're now having to pay for two pickups a week when you're only receiving one? I mean, how does that work? I mean, how quickly did we forget the Hard Rock debacle? I mean, then the arrogance of Cantrell now, parting her way through her second term? I mean, it's a big party for her. 
taking lavish trips on the taxpayers' dimes, make, making off-the-cup comments that hurt our city and our economy and our region, might cancel Mardi Gras. I mean, who in their right mind would say that in a position of, of, of power like her? Just even off the cuff, why would you say something like that? You know, getting in fights in a women's bathroom at a rap concert, arguing and confronting a drunk at a local bar while the city was evacuating from Ida this time last year. I mean, uh, this, is a, this is just some of the blemishes we're, we're talking about here. Announced in the Target store two weeks ago for New Orleans East, whether it was premature or it's not happening, why make the statement? Why make the statement? Again, the worst thing you can de- do when, when a deal is not complete is, again, to make a premature announcement and maybe kill the deal. Supporting the carjacker over the victims. No matter what the circumstance behind the decision was, that was a bad decision. Folks, after five years in office, that's elementary stuff on how to handle yourself in a position of great power. And that's what she's in, a position of great power. She wasn't qualified to be mayor. And, and again, has not learned how to govern over the last five years. Look, I'm going to say this right now. If it wasn't for the COVID emergency, okay, and the federal funding that, that, that again, flowed to this city in the aftermath of the pandemic, this city would be on the brink of bankruptcy because of her lack of leadership. But yet she feels like we got so much extra cash in the bank that she can roll anywhere she wants, anytime, first class, and she could call it, again, an economic trip or, again, a culture trip. Nobody's buying that trip. Nobody's buying any of it. I mean, instead of being frugal with the money, it's amazing. Again, she takes these trips on, even again what she's doing right now, taking care of her political allies, like again, firing former District B council member and fellow high-ranking member of the Bold organization, Jay Banks, to a sweet $85,000 political position. Just wondering out loud how that, how that affects his city pension, okay? I'm just asking because I've been around the block a couple times. Look, I could go on and on, ladies and gentlemen. Broken promises, failures, inability to do the job, not to mention what has transpired within the last year, the last month, the last two weeks. All these Paris voters can make history. It is very difficult to recall an elected official in Louisiana. But 53,000 registered voters in Orleans Paris, those signatures are needed to force a recall election. I'm just going to ask the last, are you fed up with your quality of life? Okay? Are you fed up enough to sign this petition and then to go to the polls to vote Cantrell out of office? Can you save New Orleans, okay, from this substandard leadership and in turn save our region and our state? Because I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of pompous individuals around this region who, who forgot where they came from and forgot that, again, if Arlene's Paris goes down, we all go down. We all go down. Now, finally, let me say this. It's going to take an organized effort. This is not something that can happen willy-nilly. Biz- the business community has got to get involved. Okay? Well, again, these uh, merchants associations, neighborhood associations, uh, and organizations have to la- launch a grassroots effort. That includes door knockers to petition signing events like we saw over the weekend. Uh, in Uptown, you got to get 53,000 signatures within a six-month deadline. I'll just say this right now as we close. Are you tired of substandard city services from the city government? Are you tired of fear for your life every time you walk out of your door? Are you tired of paying for services that are overpriced and underperforming? Are you tired of a pompous mayor who believes she's entitled and untouchable for the next three years? Because that's how she's acting. Do you want to save our city? If you do and you're a registered Orleans Paris voter, find a way to sign the recall petition, okay? 
There's no way, again, think about this right now, folks. There's no way this recall petition drive will go on to 53,000 signatures necessary to force, force a recall election without the black community stepping up as well. Okay, I'm saying it right now. The black community in this city has to step up. I think it's pretty clear that the white, white community is fed up with Latoya Cantrell as mayor. My question is this. Is the black community fed up? Are they tired of the, tired of the substandard services and the lack of leadership from the, from the Cantrell-led administration? Uh, to me, the key to this recall is pretty simple. Is the black community tired and do they want new leadership? They're the key to the recall of, the Cantrell, of Cantrell, and I think we're going to find out pretty quickly if that's going to happen. So you got your choice. This is historic, okay? Absolutely historic. Uh, again, it just doesn't happen. Look, remember, Yenny, the president of Jefferson Parish, had a recall, okay? Was, again, it was pretty much found out that he was um, having inappropriate relationship with a Jesuit student. And they could not garner enough uh, uh, signatures as much as he was hated and ostracized in the, in, the, in, the, in the parish of Jefferson to recall their parish president, okay? So for those of you that think it's easy, because, again, they got 700, 800 signatures over the weekend, it is a tough task, okay? It is a, again, it'll have a lot of, uh, of, of uh, enthusiasm early, but it's, it'll wane toward the end. So use the example of Jefferson Parish. Okay, they couldn't you know, throw Yenny out for his transgressions. So if you're truly sick and tired of, of the situation in New Orleans and you're a registered voter, step up, stand up, be counted. Again, let's not be apathetic. The second chance at, at the apple here. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Your AC breaks down there, there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Aquafine. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miette Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miette Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietteInsAgency.com. 
Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Making your money go further is more important than ever. So Diamonds Direct's bringing back our most popular offer of the year. Five years, zero interest financing on any purchase. Now for a limited time, you get the amazing value Diamonds Direct is known for. And you can spread your payments over five years. Zero down, zero interest. A $6,000 diamond ring is just $100 a month. Don't miss this extraordinary offer going on now. Five years, zero interest financing on anything and everything at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Details at DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Hey, don't forget about Dave Miet Insurance. Yeah, we got about four little systems that are cropping up all over the uh, tropics right now. Hopefully, hands <laughs> to God, we are spared. Uh, but if you're looking for an insurance agent that's going to have your back before and after the storm, it's Dave Miet Insurance. I just tell you that, again, uh, from my own experience, Dave was with us every single step of the way with, with our damages in the aftermath of Ida. Uh, the insurance company did not want to pay. It was ridiculous the amount of money they offered us early. And Dave st- stuck with us, supplemental uh, uh, claim after supplemental claim, uh, walking us through it. And, uh, of course, eventually uh, it took some time, but, again, we were made whole. Uh, and I credit Dave Miet because, again, uh, his expertise of understanding the insurance industry went a long way in, again, helping us. Uh, Dave Miet is an independent insurance agency. He can search over 50 companies uh, for the right coverage for the right price. Uh, if you're looking for a company you can trust, it's Dave Miet Insurance. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. Want to save? Call Dave. It's 504-556-0809. That's Dave Miet Insurance. When an insurance company has got you before and after the storm, it's Dave Miet Insurance, 504-556-0809. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Larry Holder will join us at 535. We'll talk a little Katrina next. You're, uh, Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back.
Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Also, again, ericasher.com as well as nash1061.com. Always be able to catch the program. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Search, in, in, search Inside New Orleans show with Eric Asher. We used to have that up here for you about 20 minutes after the program ends. If you missed the first hour, you missed us talking about, again, the upcoming seasons for the Saints, LSU, and Tulane. Um, also, again, uh, talking about the recall effort uh, for uh, Mayor Latoya Cantrell. 
in this hour. We'll talk about Katrina uh, and Ida. This, of course, Katrina, 17 days, 17 years to the day, and Ida, one year to, to the day in terms of the anniversaries uh, of both. Um, we'll get into that. Larry Holder from The Athletic will join us at uh, 535, and we'll talk um, uh, We'll talk Saints with him, but also talk NFL. Uh, you know, the Saints may be in line for another offensive tackle with Penning going down, possibly a season-ended injury uh, with a torn ligament in his foot. Um, there needs to be help at the linebacker position unless the Saints have settled on one of their guys to be, again, uh, playing next to um, uh, Demario Davis if Werner is hurt. Uh, maybe something they're looking at on the waiver wire or trade. So um, we'll talk to Larry about all that at 535. I uh, did want to mention that um, today's program is brought to you by our friends at Hendrick ne- Neptunia Gin. Again, created at Hendrick's uh, uh, Neptunia Gin and uh, Hendrick's Gin Palace uh, in uh, southwest Scotland. Uh, Hendrick's Neptunia Gin was inspired by, again, the uh, melody of the waves that enchanted the master distiller Leslie uh, Gracie. Uh, she strolled the local beaches up in, um, uh, in Scotland. Uh, she is a chemist by uh, by trade, uh, and also the master distiller over at um, at Henrik's Gin. Uh, one thing that they've allowed her to do is use experimentation, uh, and that's why we we see these limited edition gins coming out. Um, she has uh, again had a fascination with pairing uh, botanical pairings again with again the magic of the sea, and she did that with again Henrik's Neptunia Gin. Uh, uh, Neptunia refi- refers to goddess of the sea, and uh, so now an opportunity for you to go out. Uh, and enjoy a cocktail with uh, Henry's Neptunia Gin, or better yet, because it is a limited edition and will only be out until March of 2023, much like Midsummer Solstice, like Lunar, fast becoming the highest-selling limited edition spirit in the super premium gin category, you're going to want to grab as much, many bottles as you can. Notes of coastal freshness, balanced with that uh, fresh notes of uh, citrus, alluring juniper character, linked by deep, deep earthly notes of... Um, of uh, locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and, of course, that lends up with a unmistakable crisp citrus finish. Uh, this limited edition, Henrik's Neptunia Gin, can be found at your favorite spirit store. Uh, also, again, um, your favorite bar or restaurant or demand it. And it's perfect for the summer months, but it's perfect any time of the year uh, for you to be able to enjoy a fantastic cocktail with Hendrix Neptunia Gin, part of the portfolio of William Grant Independent Family Distillers since 1887. And, uh, again, proud sponsor of our Monday show uh, with Hendrix Neptunia Gin and our Friday show with the entire portfolio. And uh, we are very, very happy to have those guys uh, as part of our program uh, look forward to it. And again, uh, as we get into September, George Loriana will start join, joining us more, and we'll start talking more about the brands. Uh, and uh, looking forward to, to that. All right, before we get into Katrina, I did want to um, mention uh, Saints have to be down to 53 by tomorrow. They did make some cuts over the weekend. Kalik uh, uh, Washington was waived. Um, also, uh, Josh Black, defensive tackle, was waived. Um, Quentin Meeks, cornerback, was waived. Uh, Brian Allen, the cornerback from the uh, USFL, was waived. Uh, Abram Smith uh, was waived. Now, again, I, I, I fully uh, believe that he will be back on the practice squad unless he signs elsewhere. Um, also, uh, Derek Kelly, who's been back and forth on the roster over the last few years at the tackle position, has been waived. I think he is a candidate to come back on the practice squad. Uh, so, again, uh, they made some cuts. Um, uh, Kevin White was waived with, with an injury designation. Uh, the, the wide receiver position did see him, did not see him making the club, especially with the increase in talent uh, at the wide receiver position right now. Uh, and I was sca- scanning the wire 
just now looking for um, uh, looking for uh, more cuts, Twitter, social media, etc. And I couldn't find any, so uh, maybe they're going to save those for overnight. Um, maybe they're making a, in the background making trades. Who knows what's going on right now? But uh, if they come through. I definitely will let you know how that how 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 that is uh, playing out, and of course we'll know by the t- tomorrow uh, game time for us, which is four o'clock. On again, what the cuts will look like for the Saints. They have to be down to to fifty three by three o'clock, and then of course within the next couple of days they can they can refill that practice squad um, with again hopefully players that they that they are uh, they had in camp because um, that's the one thing I fear. Uh, the Saints going to make these cuts. Teams are going to going to grab their players. And then they're going to have to start all, all over in terms of the practice squad. So we'll see how this plays out. But let's talk a little bit about what today is. And today is the 17th anniversary uh, of Katrina and the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, the failure of the federal levy system. We're also now a year removed from Hurricane Ida. Who could believe it? I'm thinking about it today. Because, again, on this day, I reflect back to, again, sitting in that Louisiana campground up in north Louisiana, Lake Bistineau, with my family and just about, I don't know, 15, 20 families from, from, from St. Bernard Parish. All of us were friends. We had, uh, we had uh, uh, evacuated there uh, for one of the previous storms, which, again, turned out to be nothing but a party because, again, we were, thankfully, again, we were missed. Uh, but we ended up, my, my family was one of the last families to leave. Uh, because we had no, way, no place to go. Our house was destroyed, water over the roof, everything gone, uh, and we were waiting on, on an apartment to, be, to, to, to open up in my family compound. My uncle, my uncle owned the complex. My mom was living there. My great uncle, he was living there, waiting for the, an apartment to open up so that we could move in. So we didn't leave until after Thanksgiving. Okay, I mean, literally left after Thanksgiving, started the uh, started the gig over at over at 690, doing Inside New Orleans at that time now a recovery show on December the third. So I mean, that's how quickly things turned around for us. And of course, then last year, thinking about, you know, I'm sitting in my in, in, in my in my daughter's house in, in Nashville, and thinking to myself, how can we be going through this again? And we're doing it 16 years after Katrina, and it's the same damn day. Okay, just amazing. But it is different, okay, because I'd exposed how far we had come to come in uh, how far we had come in terms of the wall that was built around New Orleans, right? Uh, look, the, 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 the Corps of Engineers let the city down. They let the region down. Uh, they didn't keep up with, again, the levee system. My whole life I thought we had a levee system in New Orleans, okay, that, again, no way in the world we were going to have a problem with flooding here in the city. That was something for the 20s. And, you know, again, they didn't keep up with it, okay? They, they, they didn't keep up with, again, uh, the technology, everything they had to do, and then because of that, the, the, the levees failed, and we ended up underwater. And, of course, the most catastrophic situation uh, that we've had in, 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 in my lifetime um, in, in this city and in this region. Uh, and, it, and it was something that could have that could have been avoided. It could have been avoided. Uh, but the cut, uh, you know, cutting corners. There's no doubt the core was was definitely again at fault here. But they turned it around. They built this wall around New Orleans for the most part. Uh, the levees, the sector gate system, it worked. Okay, it kept the flood waters out. Now look. We need to tighten up the areas that continue to flood, like the river parishes, parts of, again, Plaquemines, other pl- places. Again, the, you look at the uh, down on the bayou, again, what they're dealing with. The, again, it's gotta, the, the system's got to be tightened up. But the city of New Orleans right now, and, and, the, and, and, of course, Jefferson, et cetera, we're protected. North Shore, again, they need protection as well because the water's got to go somewhere. Um, but it also highlighted and exposed the deterioration of the electrical grid. And energy not doing the preventive maintenance and upgrades post-Katrina. 
So Ida was twofold. On one hand, it showed us, yes, we have a strong levy sector gate system that can protect the city from, from a tidal surge. But on the flip side, it exposed energy for not doing what they needed to do to upgrade the electrical grid in the aftermath of Katrina. Again, 16 years later, right? Um, when you talk about 17 years post-Katrina, I, I think the success stories are, are pretty easy. It's the resilience of the people of South Louisiana to rebuild our homes and businesses. Look, it was and continues to be the people in the private sector that has driven the recovery uh, from Katrina. Government failed, okay, in so many cases, especially in Orleans Parish, but really across the board. Now, we have seen St. Bernard, Plaquemine, Jefferson, the North Shore, all rebound post-Katrina. Orleans Parish, not so much. Now, granted, the city's infrastructure was in much worse shape than the surrounding parishes before Katrina. But, ladies and gentlemen, it has been lack of leadership. Okay? The money has been there to repair and replace the infrastructure, and three mayors have failed to spend half of the money to repair and replace the damages caused by Katrina. We are left with billions of dollars on the table right now that may be taken away from us, okay, in the quest to try to rebuild after the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, the failure of the federal levy system, okay? Money that could have been used, okay, uh, and that, that now, again, to, uh, may end up going back to Washington, okay? Uh, and why? Because we've had three mayors that have either been corrupt, inept, or again distracted. You had a corrupt mayor in, in, in Ray Nagin. Landrieu developed a plan for the, re, for the recovery, but his quest for a place in Washington slowed down the progress to a snail's pace. And again, look, I said it before, that plan can be debated. I, I, I did not like it. Okay, I called it lipstick on a pig. Because Landry didn't have the political courage to go block to block and replace and, and re repair and replace the infrastructure from the underground up. Instead, he piecemealed it, okay, in the city. There was a lot of, again, cases doing cosmetic repairs and not going and doing the underground repairs until we saw fatal collapses within the system. In some cases, having to be able to go and repair infrastructure that had already been replaced in his plan. So his plan was flawed from day one because he didn't do it the right way. Uh, then here comes Cantrell. She had no plan. Cantrell had the, largest, the longest transition period between mayors in the history of the city. And I remember it because I kept asking, too. The media asking, what's your plan? What's your plan? What's your plan? Well, her plan ended up being staying with the status quo, uh, the path that Landry had set the city on, which i got to be honest with you again, uh, for the most part, considering her lack of background in government, was probably the best move. Okay, but then... She realized very quickly she had to start, she would start, start these projects all over the city, okay? Why? Because the money was becoming due. So she would start these projects all over the city, but the problem is she never came back to complete the projects. So in trying to beat the deadline, in a lot of cases, so again, that the city doesn't have to return the FEMA reconstruction money, uh, it caused more headaches for those living in those neighborhoods where, again, the construction had started, but then, again, it, it, was, it was unfinished construction site after unfinished construction site. Uh, and then eventually, because of weather, time, those sites crumbled and collapsed. So to me, when you look at the tail of the tape for Katrina, the lack of visionary leadership has drawn out the recovery in Arlene's Parish. Look, the infrastructure is still crumbling, okay? There are areas of the city right now where streets, sidewalks, and drainage have been untouched 17 years after the storm. They, people are living in neighborhoods where they still not had any work done, okay? 
Blight continues to be a major concern. Okay, the city had blight before Katrina, but we have watched building after building after building crumble for the last 17 years. Dangerous eyesores in almost every neighborhood in the city, especially in New Orleans East, where now they have a problem with commercial buildings that have been left to rot 17 years later. Okay, and no, no move by the by the city to be able to again do something about it. Okay, District Key, I'll say it again. How can you keep voting the same people in and getting the same result? It is mind-blowing to me. Now, we failed post-Katrina to elect quality leadership that could have led to a recovery that, that, that now is on track, to again, to be at least two decades or more long. Think about that for a second, folks. That is inexcusable and unacceptable that we may not have the city's infrastructure rebuilt within a generation of Katrina. And we're on track for that to happen. This may take 25 years from, again, the time Katrina uh, floodwaters inundated the city to recover. But let me say this. The story, of, of again, from the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, the failure of the federal levy system, uh, post-Katrina, again, remember, Katrina was long gone when, when the levees broke, is the people. It's, it's us. It's your neighbors. It's your family members. It's your friends who came back to rebuild their homes. Rebuilt their businesses from scratch. A lot of those people dealing with insurance and having go into their savings just to try to be able to draw that line of sand and say, I'm coming back. They were determined to come back. And, and again, no matter, again, what government was saying one way or the other, or again, if, if, having to go through, again, the road home program. I mean, so many hoops to be able to jump, jump through. We, again, but what, what happened was government might either got in the way or didn't do what it was, what it was supposed to do in terms of leadership, was responsible, again, to do uh, what was necessary to rebuild the infrastructure. They didn't do it. They didn't protect their citizens. Instead, it was, again, the citizens who stood up and stood this city back up. It was the citizens that stood their parishes up. Government lagged behind in terms of, again, their ability to do what they needed to do, and that still is the case today. I will say this. Sports post-Katrina um, has been big, huge. When you talk about sports, again, it has been the economic driver for, the, for this region. Think about it for a second. Uh, it started with the decision to rebuild the Superdome, okay, which was the best decision that was made by leadership post-Katrina uh, when you talk about Governor Kathleen Blanco. And she took a lot of flack for it, okay? I remember, again, doing radio shows where people calling up going, how can you fix the Superdome when we don't have our, our streets? Why? Economic driver, that's why, okay? Okay, um, it saved the Saints, uh, for, and Tom Benson for moving the Saints to the San Antonio, which was real, right? It also saved Shin from moving the Hornets to Oklahoma City, which was real, right? And it set the table for the city to once again host big events. And to the credit of the NBA, the N NFL, and NCAA, all pledged and followed through in bringing their big events to the city. The first big events we had, even before we had meetings coming back to the city or we had conventions coming back to the city, were big-time sporting events because those entities brought their major events to the city. For a city that was devastated, okay, and still rebuilding from the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, it was sports that was the economic driver for this city. We saw the Saints rise from mediocrity to champions. In, in, in the 17 years. I mean, they're among the elite in the NFL since Katrina, okay? Uh, when you look at Katrina's floodwaters receding, think about, again, what sports and the Saints did for the city psyche, as well as the Hornets did when they returned from, again, uh, from, from, um, uh, from Oklahoma City, again, after, after previously being in Charlotte. 
You think about, the, again, those couple of years with Chris Paul and, uh, and David West and Tyson Chandler and, of course, how much success they had when they came here, even though it was, came back from, uh, from Oklahoma City, even though it was short-lived, right? LSU won multiple football championships in the Superdome, in the Dome, in the Superdome, in front of the home crowd. Now you look at the continued renovation and upgrades to the Superdome, it's kept the building modern. And a testament to, again, visionary leaders of the 60s. Oh, do we need them now? Do we need that kind of visionary leadership now in 2022? Guys like Dave Dixon, okay, and what he was able to envision uh, with the Dome. Uh, the Zurich Classic came back strong, okay, in the aftermath of, uh, of Katrina, especially now with, with, with the niche of, the, of that team format that they have now. Uh, Tulane, UNO, Delgado, all got back to playing games. All their sports are back. Loyola wins a national championship in basketball this year. Are you kidding me? Um, the Zephyrs ended up moving to Wichita. Uh, but again, the, by the time they were on their while, they were being called the Baby Cakes, which was an embarrassment. And some people believed that, again, it was premeditated on the part of, again, ownership to, to, to really off the, uh, uh, the fan base, what was left of it, by calling Baby Cakes and, again, help them get out the door. It is what it is. Uh, again, you know, uh, the Zephyr field needs an upgrade. Hopefully we're going to see a better, a better Zephyr uh, uh, Shrine on Airline uh, that is going to be able to, again, uh, serve this community better than just having the Zephyrs there. Uh, but let me say this. Sports the last 17 years have been positive for the economy of the city and the state. And it's been great for the psyche of the citizens as we have been dealing with what? Recoveries from multiple storms, the pandemic, substandard leadership, which has led to, again, a city with still a crumbling infrastructure, out-of-control crime, uh, and a dwindling police force. And can I just take a sidebar here for a second and, and talk about the first responders? Because I don't think you can talk about Katrina 17 years later and not talk about the first responders, the heroes of Katrina. And the NLPD gets a lot of flack uh, for, for, what a few play, for what a few officers did in the aftermath of the storm. 99% of those that stayed, again, are heroes. Heroes in what they did. Saving lives. Keeping the city protected. Are you kidding me? Police, fire, EMS, 911 operators, doctors, nurses, the National Guard, the military who stayed in the aftermath of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country. I mean, they, they all rushed to South Louisiana to rescue thousands, okay? So, again, when you think about Katrina and you think about your own situation, remember, give a nod of thanks to, again, those first responders who, again, did so much in the aftermath of the storm. And then, of course, we'll be forever grateful to, again, those charities, churches, church groups, organizations that flock to, the, to our region to help rebuild our city, to help rebuild, again, the community, help rebuild those who, again, didn't have enough money to rebuild after the storm for whatever reason. We'll be eternally grateful to those individuals. You know, it's, it's funny. It's 17 years, and some of those groups return every single year to help the less fortunate in our region. No, I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, we've, we, we've come a long way, but we've got a long way to go. I'm thankful again for the, uh, for the second chance that New Orleans and the region has gotten. Uh, I'm really, again, upset, aggravated, and disappointed in the fact that, again, we have not elected visionary leadership to take us to the next step, the next level in our city's history. But I am happy, again, that sports has been one of the economic drivers for our city. 
And, and the fact that, again, the Saints are entrenched here now with Mrs. Benson now taking over. The Pelicans are entrenched here now. The fact that, again, the money that she is going to leave with her fortune uh, at the, on, on the day that she passes will be something that will lift all boats. That This will be the, the, the fortune that she is leaving to the city of New Orleans will eclipse what the Wisner fortune did. What, again, other um, uh, uh, philanthropists and entrepreneurs that have left this city. Uh, this is, could be the beginning of, again, uh, you know, lifting this city up and making it, a again, the, the, the queen city of the south uh, on the day that she passes. And, and ultimately, again, that money goes into goes to charitable organizations to help, again, our city. So in a in kind of coming full circle from Mr. Benson being, uh, being again, uh, hung in effigy on, on, on refrigerators that were outside of people's homes that were rotting to now Mrs. Benson coming forward and saying the teams are New Orleans teams and that she's a custodian of those teams for the city of New Orleans and that she's going to take her fortune that, again, came from, uh, from, from Mr. Benson, but, again, also came from the taxpayers of the state of Louisiana and also... Again, the um, those of us that have supported the Saints and, and of course, the uh, now, now Pelicans since their inception. But ne- nevertheless, uh, there's a gift that, that's down the line here that, that again, will be something that will be special and, and, and could, could, could really get us out of the funk that we've been in now, it seems like, for the last 50 years. Uh, there are good things ahead for us. But we've got to have, again, we've got to get rid of the apathy in this town and we've got to demand quality leadership. Hopefully we can get that done. And hopefully, as I close, God will smile on us, okay, and keep the storms away from us. We are the one state that can le- least afford, the, uh, again, uh, uh, getting battered by tropical event after tropical event each and every year. We've got to have a chance to be able to catch up in terms of rebuilding our wetlands, uh, of, again, rebuilding the, uh, the levee system so we can protect our citizens, stop, the, again, saltwater intrusion, and we've got to have a situation where we can get quality leadership so we can start to diversify this economy and become a real American city again. Hopefully that will happen. Hopefully we'll have a safer city going forward uh, over the next 17 years. And a city where, again, instead of our, our, our young people are leaving for, for better opportunities elsewhere, where, again, there's a reversal like it was, again, when I was growing up, where people, again, were born here, they lived here, uh, they built a family here, and then they died here. It's not like that anymore. Hopefully we can get back to the old New Orleans. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Larry Holder is going to talk some sports with us. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Don't forget about my friends over at uh, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. If you're looking for wheels or tires, they got the largest selection of, uh, of wheels and tires in the metropolitan area. They've been out since 1972. You can even now, uh, again, uh, order those tires and wheels online at southerntire.com. Go into, the, go into, the, uh, uh, into Southern Tire's uh, 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 showroom. Uh, take a look at them on, on, uh, in real time on, on the uh, shelf or, again, uh, they'll be there for you when, uh, when, they, when, they, when you order them so they can put those tires on your vehicle. Wheels and tires of 30 inches. Remember, financing is available. ASC certified technicians doing only the work that's necessary and doing the job right, okay, uh, using the latest diagnostic equipment when it comes to, uh, when it comes to automotive. Uh, same as the dealership, you get it at Southern Tire. And then you got the Piazza family standing behind their work. 
at Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Own Mother Piazza family since 1972. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Churches. At Churches, we put it all on the table for less. Get 10-piece legs and thighs, two large size, five honey butter biscuits, and five jalapeno peppers starting at just 20 bucks. Church's Texas Chicken. Welcome to the great state of flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. Delays remain steady if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection as delays stretch from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. 10 eastbound, delays are steady from Williams to Power and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to Canal. And then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to Veterans. If you're traveling on the 610 on the westbound side, delays are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling on the 610 along the eastbound side, your delays are steady from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And in the meantime, look out for accident. Carrollton Avenue at Aloha. Also, look out for a fender bender Loyola at Poydras. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. 
So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, whether it's commercial, industrial, or, again, residential, they got you covered. Uh, they got crews that, again, that are experts in installing those uh, systems in your home, your business, and, of course, uh, doing the right, doing a job right the first time. Uh, the service after the sale is impeccable. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business, only doing the work that's necessary. And, of course, Nate certified technicians do that work for you. Uh, looking for a company you can trust, whether you're in the market for a new air conditioning system or your existing system needs work, uh, it's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Uh, Larry Holder of The Athletic joins us each and every weekday, at the, each and every Monday, pardon me, at this time. Uh, Larry, how are you, bud? I'm good, Eric. How are you today? Doing good. And let me ask you something, Larry. Uh, have you um, looked back and reminisced 17 years ago today in terms of Katrina, what you were doing a year ago today in terms of Ida? Yeah, it's it's kind of wild that I was not, uh, you know, I I wasn't living in New Orleans at the time of Katrina. I was in Mississippi. In, I was in Houston. Uh, oh, Houston. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was living there, uh, and so uh, at that point, uh, I was, uh, you know, watching from afar and just seeing mm-hmm. what, what everything happened. And then a week later, we were dealing with Rita. And so mm-hmm. there was definitely mass panic there. But, no, I did come back shortly thereafter to help uh, many people here in town. Uh, some friends of mine kind of, uh, you know, kind of Clean tear up. out what <laughs> needs to be tilling yeah. out and, and yeah. see the devastation. And it was – I just remember going and, and looking back at the – we were able to kind of cross the, the railroad track near the 17th Street Canal over mm-hmm. in old, old Metairie. And you saw the other side, and it was a week later, and there was probably still eight feet of water there. Like it was mm-hmm. insane. I couldn't believe it. And so it was, it was hard to see. And then look, last year, uh, I mean, I was evacuated with my in-laws and my kids, and uh, we were in Mobile, and we were there for five days, and then I go around and evacuate elsewhere. And meanwhile, my, uh, you know, and in '05. My, I, I didn't even know my wife then, but she was working for WGNO, and so she was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then this past, you know, a year ago, she was she works for Fox Eight now as a producer, and right. you know, she was here sleeping in a Fox Eight for eight days, generator power, no power, and just seeing all that. And it's, I'm just uh, thankful that we are, are not that we've been uh, we've been blessed to not have uh, an active yes. season this year. And uh, let's hope it continues. Uh, as again, it's starting to heat up in the tropics right now. But hopefully, uh, and I said that in my monologue as we were just finishing up that 
Man, we, if there's ever a state that needs a break, it's us. I mean, replenish the wetlands. I mean, let's get uh, let's finish up these levee systems. I mean, everything that we've had to deal with in terms of the, you know, not, not just here. I mean, look at Lafayette. Look at Southwest Louisiana. The one, two, three punch they've gotten. I mean, the river parishes. You talk about the bayous uh, area of the, uh, of the state. Uh, you know, not to mention we know that you know Plaquemines gets gets uh, lambasted every single time there's a storm. Saint Bernard has to deal with it as well. So. Um, no, it's just it's uh, we we need a little bit of a break. Hopefully that this is the year we get that break. You know, cause right, it's so weird, Charles Larry. Too. Growing up in the city, yeah. Look, I mean, I, I look. I, we had Betsy, and and and, and then uh, um, oh gosh, what was the last? What was the one after Betsy? Uh, Camille. It hit Mississippi. Camille. Camille. Okay, Camille. Okay. So and then, I mean, other than that, most of my life, we never dealt with hurricanes. You know, I mean, I mean, not to the extent that we have that we saw with again these 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 mega hurricanes that we have now. And it just seems like, again, within within these last 17 years that it's been like one after the other. Well, I remember us dodging Andrew. That would have been a, a, a bad one. Like yes. We got lucky that it went a little little west of us uh, because I remember just being – I was a teenager at that time, and I was definitely cognizant of what was going on. And it was uh, – yeah, that was I, – I felt, I felt that was probably the first time of me being – you know, alive, because I was not alive for Betsy or Camille, but I, that was the mm-hmm. first time I was really worried about a hurricane. And, like, mm-hmm. I'll just even put it to you this way. I mean, just weather in general down here. I mean, look, I was I was living in River Ridge. With, you know, it was the, the May 8th flood where I had two feet of water yep. in my house. I woke up right. in the middle of the night and stepped, and all of a sudden I had baseball cards floating down the street. Uh, <laughs> right. it, I mean, it was, yeah, good thing there were all the, the bum common, common player cards that are only worth five cents. My other mm-hmm. ones were up high, but yeah, it was. Uh, I remember that, and I said, "Man, I, you know, I, that was the first real devastation that I, I have had in, in my." And I was living in River Ridge, and where, yeah. where that happened, which is high. Which, well, we, and was, uh, we were living uptown, of course. But I grew up there, Webster yeah. Magazine, and it was up to our lapping up on our doorstep, right? And, and of course, you know, we were slab on grade. And, and that's an area, again, I mean, literally, the Western Magazine, that's right bottom in Park, is some of the highest uh, areas of, this, of, the, of the city in, on, on that flood that day, May 8th. I think it was May, May 5th, one or the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, that was, uh, and then you just see it, it just keeps coming and keeps coming, and it's like, yeah, I'm just glad we have a, let's knock on wood. Let's just, let's hopefully just be free of it for next yeah, little while, just, at least. Just a little while. Just let us catch up here, okay? That's all. I, I mean, one thing, like I said, the, 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 the levees held, okay, and, and improved the sector gates and the flood walls and, and, and the levees that were built after Katrina. Again, they, they work. But but we've got to be able to protect some other areas uh, that, that, again, they're exposed right now. We, we just need some time just, to catch yeah, up. It all, Eric, it also just goes to show you, I mean, yeah, levees held, but still, like, I mean, power goes out. Oh, right. Energy, energy was exposed, month. no doubt. Well, I mean, that's, that's again, you, you, you put that on the backs of the Public Service Commission and the New Orleans City Council. They're the regulators, and they have not done their, done their due diligence to make sure that energy is, again, kept up with preventive maintenance and, again, and modernized the system. And, and, and energy got caught uh, in, in Ida. And, and since then, again, people are paying attention now. Much like, again, the levees were exposed after Katrina. The power grid was exposed after Ida. Badly, yes. Badly yep. after Ida. And, and yeah, it's... Uh... It's funny that you and me and talk about this, but this affects you. This affects me. This affects oh, everybody. So everybody. We all we all got opinions and <laughs> and, and, and have dealt with real life issues when it comes. And to it affects this. the teams as well. Look, I mean, you Absolutely. know, you were 
You know, again, they, they, the, the Saints were on their way to San Antonio, okay? If Tagliabue doesn't stand up, if Arnie Filco doesn't stand up and, again, and, and again uh, uh, drop the bomb on, on that situation. Uh, the, George Shin begged Dave, uh, David Stern to let him stay in Oklahoma City, okay? Begged him. If it wasn't for Stern and Tagliabue, we wouldn't have these teams right now. So, again, and now, and now you look at it full circle since then. I mean, it's been the greatest era in Saints history since Katrina. And, again, even though the, 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 the Hornets came back and had some great seasons, but, uh, again, you come full circle now, we're on the cusp of what we think might be the best basketball we'll ever see professionally in New Orleans with this upcoming Pelican team, if everything comes to fruition the way we, way we think it is. So, you know, LSU won three national championships in that dome since then. Uh, I mean, we go right down the line. So sports has been really good uh, post-Katrina. Well, I'll just put it to you this way. If the Saints don't, we've talked about this a million times, you and me, and, and you know, whether it's on air or off there. I mean, the Saints don't come back, the city doesn't come back. But, I mean, that's just, Agreed. That's just a fact. And, I mean, the fact that circumstances went that way, uh, we, you know, look, us as New Orleanians, uh, we, look, we, we were fortunate. <laughs> I'll just throw this in there. People don't want to hear this, but uh, Roger Goodell played a, a big-time role in getting uh, in, in helping to make that happen behind the scenes, even though what he was not the commissioner yet, uh, but still, it's like I, I've uh, you know I've had a chance to spend you know quality time uh, w- with Gail Benson uh, over the past few years, you know, just mm-hmm. in, in events and uh, interviews and such, and like I, I think that uh, you know it, it's I don't want to say she played a driving role in it, but I do think that once getting the Saints back and once having, uh, you know, ha- being back in New Orleans, I think she helped realize and push toward Tom Benson that this was the right move and to be mm-hmm. philanthropic. And uh, so I think it was once he got passed through all that, I do think she that she had, and she's admitted that just philanthropy in general, that uh, she helped kind of change sure. his attitude toward things. And so, you know, it's uh, – And, and his sure. reputation because of it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I think that she rehabilitated uh, his reputation, no doubt. And she, she look, she didn't have any problem admitting it. Not, look, hey, right. facts are facts, and she's right. So I, I right. Totally and look, agree. think about this, Larry. I talked about this earlier. What the gift that she's going to leave the city when she passes? Okay. Oh yeah, the the, the Benson fortune uh, is going to be maybe the single biggest injection of funds that we've seen in this city's history. And you're talking about a 300-year-old city that have had, again, um, you know, from plantation owners to guys like, like Wisner who have left their fortunes to the city. This will eclipse that. And at a time when this city needs, again, this infusion of, uh, of, of funding to be able to get to nonprofits, to be able to raise the quality of life in this city, she's going to be, again, someone that will be revered for the rest of the history of, the, uh, of this city and the state for what she's going to do with that fortune oh absolutely uh when i you know when i heard the plan it was i was just my jaw kind of dropped because you don't see that <laughs> you know you know you don't see things like that and i just think that uh, i mean there's a uh, you know uh, i'm not trying to just say you know we're not having this interview just to talk about gail benson and how great yeah. i mean she has been that's just what it is like she has, it is what it is right no doubt it is what it is like she has been uh, more open to do things and maintain things and uh, look than than anyone I, I can recall you know in my lifetime being down here and you know it's something that look sometimes she's got her name attached to you know some things that aren't super savory uh, you know but still uh, for the vast 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 most mm-hmm. part 
I think she tries to do the right thing. Like, I think I she genuinely tries to do the right thing. And I so agree with that. For that, I can't fault her for, for what, she, what she, she does and what she will continue to do. She'll go down as the greatest philanthropist in the history of this city. Period. The end. I, there will be no I, one that will eclipse what she's, no. what she's about to do. And, of course, we want her to live long, okay? Uh, you know, we don't want to find out about the other, when the Saints are going to be sold, the Pelicans going to be sold, and hopefully it's to local interest like she wants, et cetera. We don't want to go down that road right now, right? But, again, no, no, we, no. if and when it let's, happens. Let's keep her rocking for, like, another 30 years. At least, okay, at yeah. least. And, and good health. And she looks like she's a good yeah. health, too. She really yeah. does. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to get out of here without, without talking a little football with you. Um, I did want to ask you, it looks like the Saints' offensive tackle position is one they're going to be searching the wire, waiver wire or trade for, and also linebacker. Oh, because you looked at all these rosters so, uh, so intently in the offseason, are there teams where they're in an abundance of, the, of those positions where the Saints may be able to make a deal or, again, maybe pluck somebody off waivers? That's funny because we had some other beat writers uh, within the athletic uh, in, in our internal system asking, well, you know, which teams you think might have some tackle depth? And I was like, oh, well, maybe the Saints. And then suddenly they don't. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I think it, that's a tough spot to fill because if you have a good tackle, you're not getting rid of him. Yeah, let him go, right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've heard the name, you know, uh, you know Eric Fisher dropped a, a decent bit. Yep. And I, I could just tell you I'm not sold on him. I mean, there's a reason why he's unemployed. Last year, right. he was one of the league leaders in sacks allowed uh, mm-hmm. for an offensive lineman. So that's, that is not optimal, at least uh, just by uh, re- reporting that James Hurst was at least back out of practice. If you got him, you, you at least feel okay. I mean, that's, you're lucky you have someone like him. Yes. And you and me have been talking about how he might, be, he might have been the starter anyway. Mm-hmm. So at least you have somebody like that there. If you didn't have somebody like that there, then the Saints might be in a bit of a heap because, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, I, I really, Fisher's the, really, the only name left because like, Dwayne Brown just got signed, few, uh, you know, maybe yep. a week ago. He would have mm-hmm. been someone I would have pointed to. Uh, but if there's anybody on the market right now, they're not, there's a reason why they're on the market. And so, yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, yeah, no doubt. it's going to be tough to unless you're trading place. something of value that you have in an abundance of of of, uh, of depth in a position for to a team that's got an abundance of depth uh, at that at that position maybe that's the way that works but i agree finding somebody on a waiver wire is going to be tough yeah i mean if, if you're not going to find someone of big time quality unless you're spending willing to spend big but who's going to spend big who's going to even do that when you're on the cusp of the season i mean you're not Alex Leatherwood, maybe from the Raiders, he struggled a little bit. Maybe try to move from that right mm-hmm. tackle guard. Uh, he's someone who's you know a high draft pick, but has struggled. Uh, maybe he's someone who's on the block, but again, there's a reason why he's on the block, and he's only in, he's entering year two uh, yeah. because he struggled uh, mightily wherever they put him. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, uh, Larry. What you writing about this week? As, as we again, we got the 16 day. Well, now, now it's the 13 day between um, now and the beginning of the season. Yeah, uh, I, I've been pitching this for the last couple of weeks, but it, I finally got a, a, a bow on it. It's going to come out at some point this week. Uh, my in-depth look at, at receivers around the league who've switched teams, veteran guys, Jarvis Landry's in that group. I'll take a look at Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Marquise, Bra- Marquise Brown, uh, you know, uh, Robert Woods, Allen Robinson. It's amazing some of the, how many names moved this mm-hmm. offseason and how they fit in with their teams. 
So that's going to be. And some of those guys going into the second contract, right? So, so the original team didn't want to pay them, so they ended up trading them or, or and 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 not 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 putting up the big money. AJ Brown is the specific one uh, with 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 Tennessee. He was only three years in, and then they went out and got Robert Woods from the Rams, who was who the Rams moved on from because they got Allen Robinson. And so it, it's it's definitely been a domino effect across the league. So uh, big time in depth looks at that, and also. Uh, uh, a bunch of uh, me and a bunch of our colleagues. We kind of take a look at. We do our own, uh, our own uh, system and and kind of calculations of over under wins and losses. And you and me have talked a lot about it the last few weeks. Our system right. is a little more uh, bullish on the Saints. So and I, you know I drop in my opinion on there. And we have look take a look at the rest of the league. So that's going to come out this week to uh, theathletic.com slash NFL. There you go. Now, folks, remember, again, go to Larry's byline. You're going to subscribe to The Athletic, do it on Larry's site. So, again, Larry gets credit for it. Let's keep, let's keep my, my, my man employed over there. And as always, we appreciate your time each and every week. Larry, tell the folks how they can follow you on social media. At Larry Holder on Twitter. Yep, good times, man. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it very much. We'll get back to, again, uh, full-blown sports next week. Uh, but I always appreciate your time. Absolutely. Talk to you next week. You got it. You got it. That's Larry Holder, The Athletic. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Come home tonight. AC's not working. Man, I'm telling you, don't even get excited upset. All you got to do is remember, acpromise.com. Remember, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. After hours service with, again, a Burkhardt, uh, uh, Burkhardt personnel uh, answering the phone. And, of course, Burkhardt personnel being dispatched out to your home or your business to get you up and running. For a company you can trust, whether it's a new system for your home or business, or, again, you have an existing system that needs help, it's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Henry Step Jr. Gin, limited edition uh, 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 super premium gin, only on the market till March of 2023. Uh, get out there and enjoy, again, uh, Henry Step Jr. Gin. Your favorite spirit store has it. If your favorite bar or restaurant doesn't, demand it. That's Henry Step Jr. Gin. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. 
Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honestly reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Come on, we're going to be late to the cookout. I was just packing up my famous mac and cheese. I hope you packed the Pepto, too. Huh? Pepto-Bismol provides fast relief from heartburn and indigestion. You know, that uncomfortable feeling after you eat too much? And after the deviled eggs, baked beans, and barbecue ribs? You're going to need it. Barbecue ribs? I should probably pack an extra shirt, too. (laughs) Good call. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Improve your vehicle's gas mileage and power with Royal Purple Fuel Injector Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts. And right now, buy one six-ounce bottle and get one free, plus earn double O rewards points with your purchase. Save money on gas and boost performance with Royal Purple Fuel Injector Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts or OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Larry Holder of The Athletic for joining us on the program. Also, Rudy back at studio producing the show as always. I want to thank our friends at Hendricks Deptunia Gin, title sponsor of our program each and every Monday. Again, get out there and enjoy William Grant products, specifically Hendricks Deptunia Gin. Of course, Hendricks, uh, uh, a proud sponsor of our Monday show. And, of course, the entire portfolio of William Grant, a proud sponsor of our Friday show. Again, when thinking of spirits, when you're looking to be able to go out and enjoy yourself with a great cocktail, reach for a William Grant product. Also, again, to all the great sponsors sponsor our program, we thank each and every one of them. Uh, again, loyal sponsors are all, and uh, we appreciate them. Uh, we uh, would hope that you would continue to be able to support those sponsors as you have for the last 20 years. Thank you for doing so. And, of course, uh, you go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Make it real easy for you. Click on the icon. It'll take you right to, again, the sponsor's uh, website, uh, and you can check it out there. Hey, don't forget, coming up next is All Access with Ken Trahan. Can't miss it. Michael Cobble of WBRZ in Baton Rouge is his guest, talking LSU, and, of course, uh, award-winning journalist Les East of CrestedSports.com. My name is Eric Asher. Thanks for tuning in. Podcast will be up in 20 minutes if you missed any of the program. 
See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catcher to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go.